Jonathan, <laughs> so, what? Too, too much energy? <laughs> you, you're a couple octaves too high in that one. Too. Hey, this is Jonathan. <laughs> hey, hey, this is Jonathan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, come on. Dial it down. Okay. Uh, end of the year show in three, two, one. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, it's our annual end-of-the-year show. It's when we take a look back at the year that's just passed, talk about what we liked about Geekhood, and talk about what we're looking forward to in the coming year. Boy, what a year. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Quite possibly the best year in my life. (laughs) Okay. 2020. (laughs) <laughs> well, you see, Alan, as a geek, I believe in the existence of the multiverse. So somewhere out there, there's a Jonathan that just had the best year of his life. Wow. Holy smokes. So I'm gonna stick, I think it's many, many, many multiverses over. <laughs> hey, that, that you've been posting on Mom's Basement Collectibles on, on New Universe. Mm-hmm. Does that universe coincide with – did it coincide with the regular Marvel Universe or was it totally separate? It was totally separate from the Marvel Universe. Ah. Although I – it kind of just went away, and then, like, within the past 10 years, I know that two of the characters I saw pop up in Marvel books, and I don't know how that happened or why it happened, but I don't even know if they're still there, but Nightmask and uh, Starbrand were showing up in Marvel books. I'm like, what the heck? Interesting. Who so, knows what they're doing with their things, yeah. Mm. Well, traditionally, Jonathan and I will go back to things that we were, like, you know, a previous show last year and talk about the things that we were looking forward to and kind of reflect upon that. But I would say the majority of the picks were movies. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a short show, it. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> short episode today. <laughs> yeah. No, obviously, Alan, our, our every, unlike everyone else's, our years were screwed up. I mean, uh, surprisingly, when we talked, when we, when we looked back at last year's show, a lot of my stuff I was able to actually experience because they weren't movies, they were like toys or things like that. Um, but yeah, but we figured, you know, let's do this, look back and look ahead. All right, let's go, let's go through this one pretty quickly then. Uh, we can probably kibosh all the movies, right? Mulan, Black right. Widow, Wonder Woman. Well, uh, well, I don't know. You did see Mulan. I never saw it. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see it because of your review. So why don't you, why don't you give them a, why don't you give Mulan them a was, uh, let's see. I would say the hype was big leading into it the cast was pretty cool you know i listened to the show earlier today of of uh, the cast donnie yen was in it and a uh, bunch of other notable uh martial artists were in jason the movie scott lee. Jason, jason scott lee. lee that's right from the dragon yeah. and uh yeah wow this movie was i didn't like it at all it was it was really bad uh i can't put my finger on it as to why it was bad uh I guess for a popcorn flake, it'd be good, but uh, my daughter didn't like it at all, and uh, yeah, it, it, I think it really fell flat. Now, would this have been different if I saw it in the movie theater? 
Hmm. I don't know. With your, with your AMC movie pass? Whatever <laughs> yeah. they call it. Yeah. I, see, I was going to answer that. I'm like, do you, do you, how much do you think the theater experience um, played a part in you not liking it? Because remember, especially in the early days of the lockdowns, uh, we were all just watching TV constantly because there's nothing else to do. Hmm. And I was like watching anything and I still didn't watch Mulan. well i wasn't i think of all the live action ones uh aladdin was the only one i think i really thought was good enough for it to stand on its own versus others where it just felt like all right it was an animated movie and let's just use live action people and nothing has really changed from it and i think that's the reason why i was excited for mulan for because it wasn't going to be like a singy songy kind of movie uh but then again i wasn't a big mulan fan to begin with but eh it was. It was. Uh, it fell flat for me. It fell flat. So, was it the story for you, or the action was lame, or like, can you pinpoint exactly what about it you didn't like? Uh, you know, it's been a while since I watched it, but I think one thing that, if I if I do recall, one of the things I didn't like was in the cartoon she cuts her hair, and made mm-hmm. it very clear that uh, you know in the cartoon that oh you didn't realize it was you know she. She pretended to be a guy, right? right? And this one, she had long hair. I mean, it's like, well, clearly that's a woman. So, uh... She's walking like... out with a breast out and everything. She's like, <laughs> he looks different today. <laughs> <laughs> Something about it. Yeah, I, I think that was it. I, I just remember it, 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 it just kind of fell flat. Eh. I, you know what? I think if you look at it from an artistic point of view, it was very pretty looking. Right. Color-wise and stuff, but... Uh, uh, maybe that's what kind of threw it off for me, I guess. You know, when, and I, I when, think that kind of stuff in the theater really shines through. Like when you have like breathtaking landscapes and scenery mm. and things like that, that really helps. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's it's like watching Dances with Wolves in the theater versus on TV. It's still it's still a good movie on TV, but you know, it's very a lot of that movie. I don't know if you remember Dances with Wolves was just the the cinematicness of it, mm-hmm. the open you know? land and sky. Yeah, I hear you, but yeah. Yeah, so Milan, that was that one fell flat. So Milan fell flat for you, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have any movies, so let's just get the movies out of the way. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, well, I guess we both put Black Widow, mm-hmm. and I wanted to ask, actually talk to you about that, because I, I, you know, obviously Black Widow would have been, we were both looking very forward to it. Yeah. Um, we barely missed it, because it was supposed to come out like a, you know, three weeks after the quarantine started, so mm-hmm. we were so close, and... Um, you know, it was supposed to be coming out. I think they pushed. Did they push it back right away to November, or did they give it a summer date and then November? I don't remember. Hmm. Um, but um, you know, so we're sitting here at the end of December. I'm still not that I can't believe it. It's just I can't believe we're at this point where we still haven't seen Black Widow in any form. And part of me is like really happy that Kevin Feige or whomever that's making decisions is really adamant about not putting it out on streaming. Um, but part of me is like, you know, if this was a normal year, we would have known what Black Widow was about. We would have known what The Eternals was about, you know. Um, we'd be excited about it. We had no Marvel. First time in 10 years we haven't seen a Marvel movie, you know. Um, so what are your feelings in regards to the Black Widow being pushed back? Do you like that it's not going to streaming, that they're still going to try to put it in theaters, that everything in Marvel is getting pushed back? Um, how do you feel about that? Well, the pushback, I mean, I, I assume the, the film's completely done, so it's not like they're kind of tweak anything, but, you know, with Wonder Woman doing like a, a double release of HBO Max 
releasing at the same time in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of torn between that one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really thought about. I'll be honest. I haven't really thought about Black Widow up until just recently. Right. You know, because we haven't had any Marvel influence the 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 past year really, so that kind of died down. But at the same time, maybe this is a good thing. I definitely remember after Endgame, I felt really full of the superhero genre. And maybe this whole year of really stepping away was actually maybe a good thing to kind of like get it out of your system. So like a, Yeah, like to cleanse the palate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned in last year's show, which I kind of liked. I, I'm, gl- I'm glad I re-listened to it. You, you said like the Marvel Universe or the movie cinematic universe that, that you see it as... You know, the book ends would be Iron Man, and the book end would be Black Widow. I thought that was pretty cool to really think of it in those terms because I think that's how I think of it too. And mm-hmm. and, and and looking forward to Black Widow, kind of still part of that end game. You know, uh, Robert Downey era of movies. I kind of like right. that 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 we're still getting one more versus the Eternals, where I would say that's the next book end of the next chapter. Right, that's gonna be the first first uh, part of, of the new chapter i here's the thing I, and i'm gonna say it's definitely and i think we touched upon it in last year's show it's fatigue i think it's marvel slash superhero movie fatigue because you look you know especially us uh, our generation i don't know i guess we're we're jet x our generation we're the ones that grew up with really crappy marvel movies and then we you know within the past 10 years, you know, our, our 30s and 40s, we were hit with these wonderful movies. Um, and not just the Marvels. You know, DC put out a, a few that were, were good, depending who you talk to. And, and you know, there are other things like Kick-Ass and things like that, you know, from other publishers and th- uh, that came out that were really entertaining that we enjoyed. Um, I just think it's it's this, like, loving dessert and then just eating, eating dessert and just saying, all right, I need to take a break from dessert. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're at. And and this was a bit of a, a palate cleanser this time away. And in a strange way, I was lamenting how Disney Plus was waiting so long or how, I don't know if it was because of, of COVID or whatever, but Disney Plus was was delaying WandaVision and Winter Soldier and Falcon and these, these Marvel shows. You know, I was like, oh man, what's going on? But now I'm like, you know, I'm right. Like it, it, it gave us a chance to miss it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm really looking forward. And I haven't thought about Black Widow either. And I thought I would have been the person like, oh, my God, I wish I just put on streamer race so we could see this thing. But I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. I can wait. I think part of that also is, you know, when we could go back to theaters and stuff like that, it's like we'll have stuff to see. We'll have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because, in a, you know, I don't know, where I live, they, they partially opened theaters again in August. And I was dying. I, mean, I, was, I was a little trepidated about it but i was dying to go to a theater but the studios weren't putting movies in the i mean tenet came out but i didn't go see that i actually went up just going seeing empire strikes back again because you know they've been releasing a lot of old movies oh wow um, and i was the only one in the theater that's pretty you cool know, which made me feel very safe so <laughs> um, and you know that was fun but i didn't go see tenet which was probably the biggest movie that they released and before lockdown i i actually think one of the last movies i saw before lockdown or might have been the absolute last one I saw was birds of prey and that was a stinker mm. so i was i was ready for for some time away from comic book movies after birds of prey wow. you know yeah so so yeah it's, it's it's weird and and you know that brings us to our next movie because wonder woman was on our list too um 
Let's talk about that. What do you think about the double release of theater and the streaming? Well, I think by the time this show drops, it's probably out already. But doesn't it come out on Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have HBO Max, so <laughs> it doesn't really affect me. And I'll, just... I'd be surprised if it hits theaters because I live in California and we just hit a really strict lockdown for some reason. Uh, so I, I, I doubt it's going to hit the theaters as as soon as they say that they're gonna well i think they're gonna try to release it wherever they can on christmas day my thing is this you know because of the covid and the lockdowns and stuff i'm not going to be seeing my family's not going to have a christmas like we usually have i have a big family we all gather so i'll probably see one or two of my siblings um and for a very brief period of time on christmas day so i'm waking up christmas day and i'm turning on hbo max and i'm watching wonder woman nice yeah so like the the fact that it's in theaters, uh, I've already decided I'm not gonna go see it in theaters. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that we should bring up the bigger discussion of, um, because we're all gonna talk about 2021. And if you want to talk about that later, if you want to talk about what I'm gonna bring up now during the 2021 part, that's fine. But uh, Warner Bros. decision to drop all their movies on HBO Max for next year. Yeah, they did. I think I think I think that's an interesting thing that they're doing uh, i don't know if that's just some weird strategy to get people to subscribe to hbo max or are they really that fearful that things aren't going to get back to normal for at least another year so fine from a financial point of view right if, if you're part of like the warner brothers uh money making machine how does going streaming and and theaters benefit you i honestly don't know i i think um I don't know because a lot of the movie makers are upset. A lot of the filmmakers are upset that their movies are being dropped on streaming that, that and they were made for these these theatrical experiences. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think I think with Wonder Woman is I think they know they have a good product. I even before the lockdowns, I think it was delayed. Was this supposed to come out like late last year, maybe? And they just pushed it back to summer of this year. And then they had to keep pushing it back again. And I, I think it's a situation where it's a part of its time. Like the movie, need, or like if they wait another year, it's not going to have as enough. I, I, all right. Basically, what I'm trying to say is the bad guy, one of the bad guys is Maxwell Lord. And apparently he's based off of our outgoing president. So I think they're worried, you know, if it comes out later that it's not going to be as impactful or whatever. Any kind oh. of messaging. Oh, really? Then. Okay. I didn't you know, know that. Yeah. Interesting. So. Yeah, I don't know. You know, first of all, Wonder Woman is in that weird spot of it came out, what, three years ago at this point? Right. Roughly, yeah. Right. And then, you know, the second movie is coming out three years later. I mean, that's far, I think, you know. Well, uh, I mean, the Star Wars movies are three years apart. Yeah, but dude, that was 1980-something. I mean, this is a little bit different, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Eh. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting well, strategy. They're the only movie company I know that's doing that. So we'll see how, how it pans out for them. Well, what is your um, what is your thought on whether it's going to be a good movie or not? Oh, will it be a good? Uh, I, 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 I've only seen the trailers and from what I've seen, it looks OK. I mean, I'm a big fan of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. You know, when I think mm-hmm. of Wonder Woman, it's her. Uh, so and I think she looks like she really enjoys playing that role. So I, I I can't see it being bad. Wonder Woman, the first one was good. 
you know it took me by surprise mm-hmm. uh it being that dc was making pretty mediocre movies prior to wonder woman so right. uh it, it, it was definitely their shining point well here's what you do and and this we are recording this before uh christmas but it will be released after christmas so you can get a seven day free trial you can watch the movie and then we can do a show on it maybe uh-huh. we, 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 haven't done, we haven't done a movie podcast in forever. Um, uh-huh. But I want to read. To, I want to read to you a list of, of movies Warner Brothers is putting out, and I'm not going to read them all. Just the ones that kind of apply to us. Because I'm looking at these, I'm like, oh my god, these were shows. These would have been shows we would have done next year. Um, hmm. uh, Tom and Jerry, mm-hmm. uh, which is like live action cartoon. And I saw the trailer. It looks pretty funny. Godzilla versus Kong, which I was looking forward to. Uh, Mortal Kombat, which I didn't even know they were rebooting. Um, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, In the Heights, which is the Lin Manuel Miranda musical. Space Jam 2, Electric Boogaloo. No, kidding. It's called Space Jam, A New Legacy. And that's LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the Suicide Squad, which I was really looking forward to. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you weren't looking forward to The Suicide Squad? That's the James Gunn version, dude. Oh, right. Okay. Dune, The Many Saints of Newark, which is a Sopranos uh, prequel movie, and Matrix 4. All that is going straight to streaming. Mm. And of course, Wonder Woman. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. And they're not charging anything extra. Like Disney, when they put Mulan on the stream, they wanted people to pay an extra $30 to watch it. Oh, that's right. They did. They did. Mm hmm. So, and, and, and the funny thing is, HO's. Really making sure you know because in the commercials or whatever or in the announcements it says at no extra charge, especially <laughs> when it comes to one like at no extra charge. Watch it Christmas Day. Yeah, at no extra charge. Yeah, so that was pretty good. So I'm curious to see how this works for HBO Max. So you, you, is your excitement high for Wonder Woman? Yeah, just in the sense of you know I I could say it was on my list of things I wanted to see and and because you know I'm starving for new entertainment. Um. You know, we have we have Bond Division coming out on the fifteenth. Uh, we're knee deep in the Mandalorian right now, which I'm loving. Mm-hmm. But I really am starting for new. Remember, I bought I bought Disney Plus for three years, right. and all I've gotten, you know, except for all the other wonderful stuff. The only new stuff I really got that I watch is Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm only I'm I'm a year into it, right? And all I've got is two seasons of Mandalorian. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I need everybody to start kicking up and putting new stuff out because I can only watch. The Office so many times. <laughs> oh, man, they're coming off of Netflix. Yeah, I think they're going to... Is it Peacock, maybe? Oh, is it? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, Peacock's the NBC um, thing, so it might be going to Peacock. Mm. Cool. Kind of. I have no reason to right. Netflix anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Parks yeah, and Rec is not on it either. Oh, they took it off? Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. I have to buy that. Uh, I bought The Office Complete Season on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, because, A, because I knew it was leaving Netflix, and B, because um, they changed one of the uh, the Santa Claus, ep- the Christmas episodes, because Dwight, um, remember when Dwight is Belschnickel? Yeah. I think, um, remember the guy that used to work for Dwight, I forgot his name, but he, he was like walking in blackface. 
Really? Wow, I don't remember that. All right. Well, mm. they, they took that scene out, so I'm like, oh, let me get the original version just to. Mm. I hate. I hate to keep cutting things out. You know, it's like when they they took the guns out of ET, the cops in ET's hands, and put and gave them walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, so that's the movies we were looking forward to. Um, and since they were mostly yours, I think I'll just go. So, uh, um, so one of the first things I put down that I was looking forward to that I was able to see was DC McFarland toys. Now, at the time of recording, we didn't know what was coming out. No idea. And yeah, in February at Toy Fair this past year, they announced uh, uh, their initial lineup. And I think, I don't know, you tell me, I, th I think you have a McFarlane one or two. I bought the Batman in his blue outfit and a Superman. And those are the only, well, no, and I have a Nightwing, but I, I didn't open Nightwing. Um, they're great. I mean, they look great. They're poseable. But just to be jerks, they're seven inches as opposed to six inches. Because God forbid you could interact with them in your Marvel Legends. <laughs> um, so they're, they're bigger than Marvel Legends. But I really like them. I like the sculpts. And they put out so many figures this year, McFarlane. The thing is, he's basing them on, on comic books storylines. And a lot of them have been like recent, like they do, he just did a whole line of death metal. Um, and while I read the story and it's good, it, it doesn't, you know, it's not close to my heart like stuff I read in the 80s and 90s. So I didn't buy any of those figures, but I am buying classic looks because I like, I like the detail. I like the posability of them. I like um, even some of the accessories. Some have really great accessories. Uh, I just told you today I bought a, um, it's not out yet. It's coming out in January. It's the Nightwing Red Hood two pack. So I might I might be building the Bat family. Who's Red Hood anyway? Uh, Jason Todd. Really? Oh, who's Robin? Um, not Jason well, Todd. I think it's, <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's currently Damian Wayne and Tim Tim Drake, who's the third Robin. I don't know what he was. He was red robin for a while then he, his name was drake for a while which was nothing come this is not the comic <laughs> episode and uh so damian wayne is bruce wayne's son with talia al ghul and um he's currently the current robin as far as i know i haven't read a dc book in a while i mean i'm reading death metal but robin's not in it um yeah so there so in a way it's good because i've been buying too many toys i really you know with the with the lockdown and being inside i've, I've done a lot of shopping and uh, <laughs> I bought so many toys this year, like my Marvel. <laughs> it's funny because if you listen to last year's show, I'll say, I'm real proud of myself. I maybe buy four or five black series a year. <laughs> Dude, I, I buy four or five a week now, it seems. It's just <laughs> insane. It's insane how my Marvel Legends and my black series have just exploded. And then, um, anyway, so going back to the McFarlane. Yeah, I, I like him. I like the job they're doing. Um, like I said, it's fortunate that he's putting out a lot of stuff I'm not buying yet. But he's gonna get the classic Aquaman. He's gonna get the classic Green Lantern. He's gonna get the classic Martian Manhunter. Uh, and he's gonna, and you know, the Wonder Woman has only been a movies, movie Wonder Woman. Um, we're gonna get a classic Wonder Woman at some point, I'm sure. Uh, we might get a Disco Nightwing. We might get a, we might get a uh, Dick Grayson Robin. Who knows? A Huntress. All the. I mean, I I'm just excited to see what they're doing with the line. Did you? Did I feel like you got the Superman? Or did you not buy? No, it? no. And I'll tell you the reason why I didn't get it. So I have. DC Essentials, Superman and Batman. When you look at the articulation, 
it's exactly like the McFarlane toys. Like, almost exactly. If you look at Superman, like, if you had DC Essentials and Superman Blue Suit McFarlane, and you put them right next to each other, they're almost identical. Okay. In, yeah, in posability. I mean, no, no, I think the McFarlane, you can swap out the hands, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, but the DC Essentials didn't come with any accessories. You can't remove his hands and stuff, but, like... Uh, they look the same, so <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't bother buying any of the McFarlane stuff because I, I really like the DC Essential lines. They, they look good to me. And I think the, I have a few Essentials, but I don't remember. Are they the same size as the Legends, or are they are they also taller? They're taller. They're they're, they're in on par with the McFarlane toys. Oh, they are. Best yeah, the seven okay. inches. So they, they are pretty big toys and stuff. But uh, the DC Essentials look good. And, and you know, when we did the show last year, we I, I think I argue like. Maybe these McFarlane toys would be like Walking Dead, where they're like mini statues. But no, they're great posability. They they do maybe the comic books. They've they've done a version off the video games. Uh, Arkham, I think it's called Arkham Asylum. They did a couple of versions of those. So it's it's yeah, he's getting pretty diverse with it, which is pretty neat. Yeah, and I, like I said, I'm really shocked at how many waves or how many individual figures they put out mm-hmm. in one year. In right. less than a year, because they weren't even out. They weren't even out at Toy Fair. They were just, you know, showing off at Toy Fair. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with the McFarlane figures. I can't wait to see what he does with the more classic looks that I like. But you're not collecting all the Batman, right? You, you, like you said, you mentioned you you got the classic versions of Batman, but yeah, know. I kind of got the blue. I didn't even go with the black one. You know, I got the blue one, the kind of one we the grew up with, the Neil Adams. Yeah, yeah like the blue gray cool. Neil Adams one. Mm-hmm. And Superman's good. He's got his, you know, he's got his underwear. He's got his belt on. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm waiting for the classics. Like, they got a really nice flash out, but it's more modern. And I'm like, yeah, it's not going to fit in on my shelf. So I want to kind of have like a Justice League shelf. How many DC Essentials do you have? Do you have most of them? DC Essentials? Yeah, I know you said, I think you have Aquaman. Because he was on sale. I have Aquaman, <laughs> but I never opened them. I, I bought. I, you know, he was cheap. On this is what I'm talking about. With all the shopping I've been doing, like I would it, it, at night, I would just because you know I'd have to go to work or anything. Cause I stay up late. I just go on Amazon and just like put in like DC Essentials or Marvel Legends or Star Wars Black Series, and I'd list them from cheapest to, you know, from cheapest lowest price up. And if something like Aquaman pops up at nine ninety nine, I'm like, why would I not buy Aquaman for nine ninety nine? Right. You know. Um, I mean, I got some Marvel Legends. I'm like, I have Captain Britain because he was like eleven dollars. So, like, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I do have Aquaman. I didn't open them yet. I, I'm, it's weird because I haven't opened my Nightwings either. I'm, I'm like, why will I not open them? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't, it's weird how I open some things and not others. Wait, did they made a DC Essentials Nightwing too? I'm sure they did. I'm they sure I have did. them. Yeah, unless he's red, because I was boycotting the red Nightwing for a while. Hi. Actually, because uh, I hated, I hated. Well, first of all, the only thing they did was he had the exact same costume except his blue. Anything that was blue originally, they made red. And I think that's just too. If you're gonna change his costume, change his costume. Um, right. So I, I boycotted the the red stuff for a while, and I but I just bought the red. Oh, the Red Hood two pack, which is a McFarlane. Red Hood Nightwing is a Red Nightwing too, but he looks really good. I sent you a picture. He looks really good. Wow, DC Essentials Nightwing on Amazon, sixty five bucks. I feel like I have it. No, you probably do. (laughs) And the McFarlane version is only twenty five. Shit, man, I have to get this guy. I'll tell you what, you can if you just check on Amazon every once in a while, you might be able to the 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 McFarlane one cheap. McFarlane looks good though. The McFarlane looks really good. Yeah, he does look good. 
Yeah. Um, the, the, you got a steal today with that Steve Rogers and Peggy. That is yeah, the cheapest I've ever seen. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's $23 for the two-pack. Yeah, it usually goes for like 50 bucks. Why does it say seven ninety seven? This can't be right. Huh? What? What does? TC Essentials Nightwing. Seven. Dude, bucks. if this is right, I'm buying it. Hold up. I don't, how come I don't see that? It's... DC uh, Essentials Nightwing. Hold on a second. It's on GameStop. Oh, GameStop. Oh, my. Oh, I don't know. Man. Is it the six... I don't, no, it's the seven inches tall. Dude. Oh, it cannot be added to the cart. Never mind. Okay. It's like, hell, hell yeah, I'll get that in for dollars <laughs> I think I do have that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was re- really impressed with McFarlane's toys. He's got the articulation down, and uh, good for DC. Uh, so, is there anything besides Batman related that you you want him to do? Uh, yeah. I want, like I said, I want like the classic Justice League. I want a Green Lantern. I want Martian Manhunter. I want a classic Wonder Woman. Look, I'm a child of the '80s. I want the '80s heroes. Mm-hmm. I want. Um, I'm trying to think of who he would do. I think I think a Mister Miracle from him would be really good. I think a Guy Gardner and John Stewart from him would be really good. Like, I, oh my God, dude! If he did the Justice League, um, you know, the One Punch, oh. that era, Justice League International, <laughs> right? Fire! I'd get them all. Fire, Ice, oh, Guy Gardner, yeah. Green Lantern, Booster Gold. If he did uh, Captain Blue Marvel. Beetle. Dude, his Doctor Fate would probably rock if he had the shiny helmet. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm all excited. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I, I would go. Yeah, I would just have to. I, I would have to stop buying something else if he started putting stuff out like that. That I really, like. I said, I'm every time a new wave is announced from McFarland this year, I was like, please, Lord, don't let me something I want. Please. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me give you a scenario. Let's say you got GI Joe classified. You got your classic McFarlane Justice League figures, and you got oh, oh god, there's even more. There's Marvel Legends and Black Series, right? So those are they'd be probably the four marquee action figures like that's being put out today. If you had to pick one, and you had to you had to forget the others, which one would you go with? Oh, I could only collect one of them. You can only collect one. Yeah. Oh, GI Joe. GI Joe. <laughs> Jones, he's done it home. again. He's killed Star Wars for you again. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. G.I. Joe is the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, those G.I. Joe classified figures are unreal. All right. We're going to talk about that. Okay. All right. All right. So that was my first one was the McFarlane toys. Okay. Uh, your, yours after the movies was Rainbow Six. Did you wind up getting it? Did no, it didn't come it? out. <laughs> Rainbow Six Quarantine, it's called. It was supposed to release No, uh, it's early. not. Yeah, it was called quarantine. Yeah, it was called quarantine before all this happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oof. Yeah, they they were promoting this back in 2019. Uh, yeah, so it was called quarantine. It's supposed to come out early of this year, and because of everything that's going on, they I looked it up. They are pushing it. Possibly, it's going to happen anytime after April of next year up until March 2022. So they really pushed it. No, uh, why do you think that is? Because they, I mean, other video games came out this year. Yeah, I read the article. It has something to do with how Ubisoft uh, looks at at like their finances. So they go through different phases. I think. Okay. So April, no, no earlier earlier than April twenty twenty one. So within that time period, because there is another game that's supposed to come out too, but it didn't. 
So yeah, I was looking forward to that one because that was a, a three squad uh, like game like Vegas, which I I love and uh, yeah. So yeah. Oh well. <laughs> so wait. So, more did, Rainbow did Six Siege for me. New video games this year? Uh, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not new, new, but they're new, new for me. I bought, I bought, <laughs> I bought three indie games. Uh, indie Lego One, Indie Lego Two, and something for the, for the Nintendo Wii. I think it's called Staff of something. I don't know what it is. Well, let me ask this: since I don't really play video games anymore, are there? Are there certain? Do you usually just play like those multiplayer shooting games now? Is that all you really play? You know, except for these indie Lego things. Well, I mean, I, I the only game I play right now is Indiana. I mean, sorry, Rainbow Six Siege, which is a shooter up, but it's not like it's not like a fast-paced Call of Duty battlefield where everyone's running around amok. This is like a slow strategy kind of thing, and you have to work as a team to be successful. So, yeah. Okay, so. Um... Yeah, you know, we were talking about over text. Is it? Is it? So it's less like Call of Duty, more like SOCOM, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a that's a good way of putting. Yeah, I would say it's closer to SOCOM than than Call of Duty for sure. All right. Are, did you ever play the Red Dead Redemption games or anything like that? Yeah, I played the first one, but good God, that's a humongous game. I mean, have yeah. you ever played Grand Theft Auto games? Yeah, I used to love those games. Ooh, Red Dead is is a long game. The cool thing about Grand Theft Auto is that if you want to go to point A to point B, you steal Lamborghini and you're there lickety split. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption, man, there's only so fast your horse can go, and that guy gets tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played, I think I borrowed it, I mean, this was years ago when this first one came out. I borrowed it from my nephew and I played it. I just remember, like, am I still riding this horse? Like, <laughs> yeah. Break. Uh, the detail, it's almost too real. You know, yeah. like sometimes you got to put some fantasy in it, but uh, that's a big game, and it's one of those games where, for me, if I don't pick it up after a while, I have no idea what I'm doing next. So, so we um, we got um, two new systems this year. Are you picking up either one of them? Negative. No. Nope. Oh, okay. No desire whatsoever. Nope. Nope. If I mean, you... there isn't there isn't a game that they're putting out that that I need to get that system yet. So if so, if Rainbow Six Quarantine is next gen only, well then I'm gonna have to get the next system. Really, it's it's that good of a game for you? Uh, I I really enjoy. It. I don't. I like all the Rainbow Six games. I they haven't put out anything bad, and they don't put a whole bunch either. So when they put something out, it's, it's usually good for me. Yeah, they don't rush it out. Yeah, sure yeah, they don't. Right. Yeah, yeah, Call of Duty. God, how many versions? Every year there's a new version. It seems like, and they all seem the same to me too. So yeah, there there was one I was really mad at because this this. The solo game was just like ten minutes long. I was mm-hmm. like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, yeah. They really that's what they lost me. That's what I stopped player. buying it after that. Yeah. So yeah. Other than that, no, I'm not really into the next gen. You know, ask uh, what's his name, Jay. Yeah, he's a big video gamer, and uh, Bernie too. I know uh, Bernie. I was talking to her husband, Richard. Uh, he's got. I think he's got them all reserved already. So. Once Christmas comes around or whenever it comes out, he's gonna be all set. Oh, he's getting he's getting both systems. Yeah. Oh, those guys are serious gamers. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, I mean Bernie's a ranked player. She is insane. <laughs> wow. Sure. Yeah, yeah, she's insane. Anyway, right, so anything else? Well, are we talking about next year yet? No, we're still talking about this year. Yeah, oh, last year or this year. All right. So my next one was uh, the last season of the Clone Wars. 
um, Clone Wars was canceled quite a few years ago off the of Cartoon Network. It was, um, I think it was four seasons or no, it might have been six seasons. And then, you know, so uh, Disney Plus was showing them over again. And this time last year, I was doing a rewatch of it and loving it. I talked about it. And they, around this time last year, they announced that there were, there was a seventh season and it was going to premiere February or March of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that still came out and it was real. I'll tell you what, it was 12 episodes and the first four, the first eight were kind of like, meh. Um, actually first four were good because they, they focused on like these five clones mm-hmm. called the, uh, the bad batch. Like they're like one was a marksman. <laughs> Gross. Was, stop it. Well, they're getting figures, so shut up. <laughs> I think they're getting actually they're getting their own cartoon too. Um, so uh, those first four were about that, and then the second four were like Ahsoka down like on the street levels of Kurosawa, which where the poor people live. Which I yeah, I was impressed with those episodes. But then the last four episodes were so good. Like the last four take place concurrently as Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know the name of the series is Clone Wars, so it ends when the Clone Wars ends, and you see how Ahsoka survives. Spoiler: How Ahsoka survives Order sixty six. How some of the clone troopers that you got to know during the Clone Wars and pop up in Rebels again, how they survive and how they were able to overcome Order sixty six. Um, yeah, it was really good, and, and they even made it kind of like a movie because they took away the opening and. They gave it like uh, title cards, like like the movies had, and yeah, those last four episodes were really good. Oh, he, she fights Darth Maul. Oh my gosh, it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was I was very happy with it. I I, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna watch the Bad Batch when it comes out next year. Um, Ahsoka made the jump to live action, and there's rumors. So she was in the Mandalorian, and there's rumors that she's getting her own show, her own live action show. Oh, on so, Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently Disney has some kind of earnings report thing that they're going to put out in a couple of days from now. By the time this is published, it would have been out. And apparently since D23 or whatever that's called was canceled, mm-hmm. and the upfronts were canceled, that they're going to make some show announcements. Like, they're going to announce um, Cassie and Andor, um, maybe Ahsoka Show, and uh, some Marvel stuff, too. I think. The Ahsoka Show. The Ahsoka Show. Were you uh, pleased with how she was represented in Mandalorian? I was. And I'll, I'll be the one for saying, I'll be the first one to say I was wrong in regards to the casting, because. What do you mean? She was Rosario Dawson played her, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can see her as it. And it almost seemed like because for years people were saying, oh, if they ever do a, like fans have saying if they ever do a live action Ahsoka, it should be Rosario Dawson, and you know people would you know artists and stuff would would draw Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka and I when I heard they were casting her I was like oh my gosh it's you know why are you letting fans casting it's it's like someone listening to our show and making that you know we have Harry Long as Captain America what's wrong with that um, be awful and so I was a little worried about that but she was really good she but what was, really what was the issue why why not her she I didn't think she, well and because I was like a fan art too I didn't think she looked good enough to be not like physically attractive but just enough like the cartoon to be her but she did a great job and i didn't know if she could do and this ahsoka's got this personality she's my favorite she's my second favorite character in the star wars universe after luke 
and um, she just got this personality that I was worried wouldn't be able to translate. But it does. As she's older, she's more mature, obviously, but it works really well. She you did know, a good she, job. She has been like the, uh, what's the word? Rosario Dawson, that's her name, right? Right. Dude, she's been like in everywhere in like the Marvel universe, like the, you know, with the with Daredevil, right? She was in yeah, that. She was in all the Netflix shows. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Let me ask this: as someone that didn't know Ahsoka, what did you think of that episode, and what do you think of the character? Oh well, I mean, yeah, I had no idea who she was. I mean, I I've seen her like her design, right. and I've heard great things about her. Like everyone goes gaga over her. Uh, based upon that, she seemed okay you know did you know and this is really off track on the mandalorian the person that she was fighting against you know who, who that lady was in the comic books or in real life? no in real life she was uh she has uh, bruce lee trained her father or something so dan Soto was you know like bruce lee's training partner and that's dan Soto's daughter okay yeah, I knew there was a Bruce Lee connection. Oh, yeah, she's supposed to be a really good martial artist, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, has she been in anything? Like, I mean, any no, I don't know. No. Martial arts movies? Yeah. So, yeah, that character, she looked cool. Again, I don't, I really don't know much about her for me to be like, oh, wow, about it. But it was cool to see a Jedi. And I was confused because she says she wasn't a Jedi. At, right? Yeah, in the cartoon, and, yeah, in the cartoon, she makes it clear she's not a Jedi. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? You got like And she's not. Or... I mean, she never said she's a Jedi in the movie. I mean, okay. in the show. She doesn't say she's not either. Oh, so, um, would you watch a show if they announced, "Hey, we're gonna have a show next year"? Would you watch it? Uh, doesn't hurt. I pay for Disney Plus already, so That's true. <laughs> I'm not losing out. Yeah, if it sinks, it sinks, right? <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people love that character. I mean, a lot. If you talk Star Wars, everyone goes goes Gaga over her. Dude, I'm one of them. I, I love Ahsoka. Wow. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, and let's see. What else did you have? Uh, you had Indy. F- <laughs> <laughs> I looked up Indy five. Five. So in, Harrison Ford is at right as of right now he's seventy eight years old, and the movie was supposed to release July. So I was like, looking forward to of some this year sort of, or twenty twenty one. What was that? July of this year or July of twenty twenty one? No, no, no. I was looking forward to this year pre production. Oh, okay. For a, a release of July twenty twenty one, right? And so nothing. I mean, they've done nothing. So supposedly they're going to start doing something next year for a 2022, July 2022 release with uh, James Mangold directing. At that time, Harrison Ford will be 80 years old. <sighs> and what's Spielberg going to be? Well, she's, he's just producing though, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Lucas, Lucas and Spielberg will be involved in that aspect. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Dude, yeah, I don't, look. I know he's got a lot of money, and I know the Rolling Stones are doing it, and Bruce Springsteen are doing it, and all these other But 80 is old, man. 80 is old. <laughs> 80, 80 is old. <laughs> okay, here, here's the thing, though. James Mangold, he is a phenomenal director. He is so 80 good. is old. And so if because of that, because it's Mangold, it's not Spielberg and Lucas, if he takes it in a direction that makes sense to him, where flashbacks or really make you know indie uh, maybe i mean harrison ford a, a lesser part of it or you know like passing the torch kind of thing i'm okay i'm okay with that it's, it's, it's gonna be like the role he played in the indiana jones chronicles 
where he's in old man makeup, except he's not going to need the makeup. <laughs> I, I don't know. Al, have you heard that 80 is old? Listen, stop. Stop it. Mangold so, is a very good director, and I have a lot of faith in him. So whatever he, he, he puts out, I, I, I'm going to be pleased with it. I don't know, man. All I'm saying is that, you know, 80's old. Stop. <laughs> it's old. That's an 8 and a 0, dude. He's old. Hey, but did you see how he looked in The Call of the Wild? Like, I don't know if that yeah, was him or actually, that's CGI. I, was that CGI? Oh, you know what? Call of the Wild was the last movie I saw in the theaters. Okay, so how did, he, how did he look in that movie? He looked good, but he wasn't cracking a whip and beating up Nazis. He's getting dragged around the Arctic by okay, his Okay, well, he didn't, he didn't do, the, do that in Crystal Skull either. It's called a stunt double, bro. Mm. <laughs> First of all, you have no right to defend Crystal Skull. Because the first thing that came out of your mouth after you said that blue was... His clothes don't sad. fit. Like, His clothes don't look like they fit him anymore. <laughs> you were so sad. It's grown on me. Yeah. Okay, let's it's move on. What else? Come on. Let's go. We're running late. Uh, G.I. Joe. Uh, how are we running late? This is our show. It goes as long as we want to go. Um, oh. I just found this out. And this might interest you. Apparently... 80 is old. <laughs> You're an ass. Um, my next <laughs> one was, uh, well, Comic-Cons, which I, I, obviously I couldn't do any Comic-Cons. And what's great is the one I like to go to, Steel City Con in Pittsburgh. It's three times a year. It's April, August, and December. So they obviously canceled April. They said, okay, we'll do it in August. And then August, I'm like, oh, we're not doing August. We'll, we'll do it in December. And December came around. I'm like, yeah, we'll do it next April. So I don't know when they're going to do this. Of course, we. so I missed... Not that I would have gone to all three, but the possibility of going to three Pittsburgh Comic Cons, Steel City Con, uh, the East Coast Comic Con, which is up at Sea Caucus, which I really started to enjoy because that's uh, where I got my signatures on comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Baltimore Comic Con, which I like to go to. So, uh, and, and me and my buddy Pete were thinking about expanding and figuring out different cons to go to, but all that's been shut Like out. what? Frankly, you mean like out of state? Yeah, like if Cleveland had one or something, and you know, well, this is before lockdown. We were we were talking about it. Um, so I don't even know if next year, if they have cons, if I want to go because they're enclosed, tight spaces, very mm-hmm. crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know our our um, our fellow geeks, but some of them are not the most hygienic people. And wow. it's just, uh, you know, I'm a little worried about it. Okay. I'm a little worried. Okay. But I do miss cons, dude, because I was really getting to a rhythm with it, especially with the comic side of it, the comic book side of it. Right. I mean, like, the last one I went to, I got, like, six signatures, mm-hmm. and I was really excited, you know, and I was just recently going to look at those comic books and putting them in Mylar bags and thinking about getting them graded and, you know. Aww. Yeah, and getting some Funko Pop signed, which was pretty cool. So we'll see. I do miss the cons, though. You cool. haven't been to one since. Well, you go to one. You go to some in California, right? Oh God, the last one I went to was WonderCon when it used to be in San Francisco, and that was terrible. And that's I think that's the reason why they left. They 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 pushed WonderCon to down south. I mean, I saw Portacio, Jim Shooter, uh, uh, Eric Larson, and no one knew who they were. It was weird, you know. It, it it was more. Gosh, it looked like a 
Etsy Pinterest <laughs> thing, you know, which is cool. Artwork, you know, cool stuff and stuff. But uh, the, the comic book aspect of a Comic-Con, a WonderCon, is nah, like not, 10%, maybe. It's about it's about dealer celebrities and, and, and cosplay, cosplay and stuff like that. Now. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll tell you, dude, James O'Barr, who created The Crow, he was at, he was in uh, uh, Pittsburgh, like, like I think he paid for his own table because he wasn't with like the other slubs or whatever, mm-hmm. and he would just sit there, and it was like no problem to go up to him or talk to him or anything, and it was just uh, Daryl Banks with the Green Lantern in the '90s. Like I'm often seeing guys that were huge, like guys we would have waited online for 20 years ago. Wow, you know, and especially I got Greg Land's autograph on a book. He was no line. Mark Wade had like a little line, but only because. He was just like, you know, he said, I'll get there at noon. And, and he had a little bit of a line around 11.55. And I just waited for like five minutes. That's and crazy. I, got, I got him some way. It came along. Um, but guys, there are a lot of guys that get big lines, but they're all the current creators. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I told you, I can walk up. Mark Wolf and I are like best friends. That's not true. But <laughs> I, mean, I, I can literally just walk up to him at any time and get him to sign something. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, George Perez had a huge line, but that's because he stopped doing cons. And, um, you know, people were getting, you know, and he was signing freaking 12 things per person. I was like, George, you're killing me, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we did, uh, we did the wizard world, uh, show, what, a couple weeks ago or so. Right. And I, I listened to it recently again too. how like wizard really put like artists and writers in the limelight. You know, I couldn't tell you who the big names are anymore, you know, or, or they even a thing. You know, like you would buy Jim Lee because it was Jim Lee. Right. Who 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 is it now that that had that you know limelight like back then today? Is um, anyone that's out there? I couldn't tell you in regards to artists. I know writers. I know Tom King, um, something Snyder. I can't remember. He he wrote Batman for the longest time. Scott Snyder, uh, David Finch got a pretty decent. Uh, the guy that does the boys. Um. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, he had a big line. I got him to sign Runaways number one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jim Lee still would. He just, I don't know. That, I mean, I think he does cons, but not like he used to. Um, you know, you know, McFarlane and those guys still would get lines. Layfield, McFarlane, um, Jim Lee. Uh, Whilst, I'm telling you, it was weird to walk up right to Portacio. Just literally walk right yeah. up to him. Like, oh, this is weird, you know. Eric Larson yeah. the same way. I, I was I was telling Lizzie, this is Jim Shooter. Holy crap. You know, wow, really? I actually, I felt bad. Like, oh, dude, this is Jim Shooter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I felt about Marv Wolfman. Wow. Like, oh, why yeah, people just don't know. Why are you surrounded by people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, cons didn't work out for me this year, obviously. Okay. Well, next year. And uh, we didn't. My last thing was going back to toys, G.I. Joe Classified. So, again, listening to last year's show, we had, it was all rumors that they were going to do six-inch G.I. Joes. And I came to fruition and I got half my wish. My wish was six inch GI Joes, but I wanted them to be exact replicas of the early '80s Real American Hero line. Um, you know, but with better articulation, better sculpting. They went. They took some kind of sci-fi elephant, elephant, <laughs> <laughs> element, element to it. And um, yeah, so I was like, "Yay, Justice!" Oh, they all have laser guns and yeah, that was a weird choice, right? Gold boots and stuff like that. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. Yeah, but I'm still happy I have them. I like them all. I, it took me a while to get used to Cobra Commander's new look. I think 
Dude, but Destro came straight from the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. That Destro, and even Baroness, straight from the 80s. Yeah. Um, but also with that good is the bad. These freaking Target exclusives. God forbid you find a Cobra Trooper. Um, I don't have a Cobra Trooper. Um, I don't have a Baroness because they were Target You don't exclusives. have Cobra Trooper? I thought you did. No, I couldn't find I don't have the Cobra Island one. They're, they're, re- they're doing a, a general release gonna be a little different i ordered him uh online him and zartan are coming and firefly i'm mad that firefly don't look like firefly mm-hmm. it, it yeah really he looks ang- weird me. yeah it really angers me that the fortnite figure looks more like firefly <laughs> right. than this guy. Mm-hmm. um but overall gung-ho looks good well i think they all look good uh, I showed you the repaints they're doing. They're they're packing a, a Scarlet and Roblox repaint, version 1 Roblox, with the Zartan and the Cobra Trooper. And they muted down the brighter colors. Scarlet's face doesn't look as young as it looked. And her hair, her the red isn't as bright. Mm-hmm. Um, they muted some of her colors. They muted some of Roblox colors. And I think they look really good. So I'm like, crap, I'm going to have to rebuy those. No, you don't. You might have to. No, you don't. Dude looks good. He does. Flint looks really good. I can't wait to get my hands on him. Did you get the pre-order him? I did. And cover girl. Lady J, come on, man. Oh, sorry, Lady J. That's how they really talk like that. Come <laughs> on. Um, yeah, so yeah, if they keep it up, and, and it seems like with the muted colors of the re-release, maybe they're understanding that they're toning down sci-fi elements as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my gripe from day one, and will be a gripe until they do something about it, is I, I don't understand the sci- sci-fi guns. I don't get it. Um, if in 1982, at the age of 10, I could have M16s and AK-47s and mortars and grenade launchers... Why can't I have them now at, at the tender age of 48? <laughs> well, the weird thing is that you have the G.I. Joe Retro, you know, the three and three quarter inch figures, yeah. and they come with the classic weapons, you know, the realistic looking things. So it's weird that they chose for the bigger figures to go futuristic. Yeah, I, I will say I ordered the first round Storm Shadow, Baroness, Snake Eyes. Uh, I was like, eh, the three and three quarters. I'm like, eh. I thought the cards are flimsy. I think Storm Shadow's head is too small for his body. Uh, ridiculous amounts of accessories, though. And I ordered the second round, which is, I can't remember, I think it's Destro, Scarlet, and someone else, Duke, maybe. Um, and then they, I think they, when they premiered Lady Jane and Flynn, I think they released another round of three and three quarter. I can't remember. I pre-ordered them. But I don't know if I'm going to keep doing the three and three quarter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, so, and even uh, when I did the YouTube channel and I read the back of the card, it wasn't, you know, the whole classified thing was bogus. You know, it had like a paragraph or three oh, sentences, yeah. and it was basically the same thing written over and over again in different languages. Different languages I was like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, it looks like a big file card, but it's really just the same information written over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's part of the problem. They're not, they're not world building like you know like we had those those file cards added to it you know the realistic weapons added to the play yeah i did um and i don't know that they they get that oh yeah so the third wave is cobra commander duke and lady j it's cobra uh it's duke with his mouth open right like he's screaming yeah i don't understand like yo joe i guess he's screaming i guess but come with two heads head (laughs) head (laughs) 
Anything that pops into your mind about for next year that you're looking forward to, you think? No, I mean, except for the movies we talk, I, I don't know. I, you know, more Jadjo classified, the McFarlane hopefully moving into classic DC characters. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the the eventual Marvel TV shows and cartoons that are supposed to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got mean, one. Uh, were you a big toilet fan? paper being on the shelf again? That'd be nice. <laughs> were you a big fan of G4 TV? No. No, is that where Olivia Munn came from and, and some blonde woman? I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah. So they had Attack of the Show. They had, uh, oh, shoot, I forgot the names of the other shows that they had on there. Anyway, they had a, like a reunion for Thanksgiving on YouTube. Mm-hmm. At a, uh, Kevin Pereira, Olivia Munn, uh, all the rest of the cast. Well, a good amount of the, the main players were there. Morgan Webb, I think, was there. And I believe G4 TV is coming back on Comcast. So, cool. I don't know if it's going to be cool without them, though. <laughs> without Kevin. So, Around the Net, they did. It was a fun show. I, I actually, like, at nighttime, because Netflix is becoming, becoming dry to me. I've been watching, like, old old episodes of G4 TV, and I'm having a blast. Is Was G was G4 kind of like Entertainment Tonight for geek culture? or? yeah. Yeah, kinda. I mean, G4 TV was the channel itself, and then they had, like, Attack of the Show. They had... Oh, what was the other one thing? They had, like, other kind of shows on there, too. It's total pop culture stuff. It was lots of fun. Okay. Yeah. So they're coming back sometime next year. That's the only thing I, I looked it up, like, what's coming to next year? Eh. Everything's, everything's kind of up in the air. Yeah, because nobody wants to... Nobody knows what's happening. Like, I don't know. I want to say I'm looking forward to going back to the movies. I'm looking forward to going to a convention. I'm looking forward to traveling again. I'm looking forward to baseball starting up again and hockey's. Hockey's really close. It's supposed to be January 13th. Um, you know, I just, you know, it's just so up in the air. I, I look, man, I'm just, I'm looking forward to talking to people without a mask in between me and, me and them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to. I hear you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else is going on in the geek world. You know, Funko's going to be Funko, and I keep trying to get out, but they keep pulling me back in. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I couldn't think of anything. I mean, besides G4, did you think of it? Did you see anything else that you were interested in? No, I mean, everything in regards to movies, everything's up in the air, whether it's pre production or they don't have a, like a, a definitive release date at all. So eh, everything's up in the air. Even I looked up toys, comic books. I couldn't find anything that that really stood out that I'm really looking forward to. Oops. Do you see a scenario where Black Widow and Eternals go on Disney Plus and never get released to theaters? No. No. I don't know, man. There's gotta be. If this drags on, there's gotta be a point where they're gonna have to say we can't hold on to these movies forever. But why not? I mean, it, it, I mean, movie theaters. Listen. Do, well, let me ask you this. Let's rewind the question. Yeah. Do movie theaters come back from this? Okay. Do oh, will they? Yeah. I heard Regal's going under, or they yeah. they are under. Yeah, well, they're all closed. They're saying temporarily, but who knows? Yeah. I See, I'm not know. worried about I'm not worried about Regal or AMC or any of those places going out of business because if there's a demand for it, you know, Bob's theater chain will pop up. You know, we'll we'll have theaters to go to. It just won't be real. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry if people lose their jobs and stuff, but I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't, I don't think Regal and AMC going out of business means theaters are done. 
I just think those particular companies are done. If there's a demand for theaters, someone will pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the question is, do theaters make a comeback from this? Hmm. Or, or is entertainment change for good now? I mean, why not sit at home and watch it on TV? Pay $20, have your family come over. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to know? Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. The future is unknown. Tis. <laughs> Tis, friends. Yeah. Hey, What's... so this last year, interesting year of uh, pop culture stuff, but we got a couple of good shows underneath our belt this year. I'm kind of proud of what we did. Uh, you know what? Let's make some predictions. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Namely what? I predict... My main prediction for 2021, which is insane to say, <laughs> um, my main prediction is that DC or Marvel, or maybe even both, will stop publishing comic books. Oh, wow. They'll go, either all, they'll go all digital, and they'll go all digital for monthly like issues, and then every six months they'll put out physical trade paperbacks that you can buy like Walmart oh i heard the opposite i heard that they're gonna they're trying to shut down their digital content really yeah yeah i think it was dc maybe or it could be marvel but i think one of the companies that were saying that they're gonna stop doing their digital content i don't know man everything all signs for me point to physical books being canceled mm. yeah. yeah yeah well I wouldn't be surprised. No, nor, nor would I. Yeah. Like I said, and it's not actually, it'd be, I hate to see them go, but, you know, if you have a six-issue series or whatever, every month you put them on digital, people buy them, and then every six months you put out a trade paperback. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Um, you have any predictions? No. <laughs> no, 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 I kind of agree with you on that one because we, we did when we did the Wizard episode, really made me think about comic books in general, value of comic books. Where, where are they now? What was that one you you brought up? Uh, New Warriors, that thing. Oh yeah, the the uh, the yeah. That Never seen the light of day. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, if that's the direction of comic books. Count me out, man. I mean, it's... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, Let me ask you this. So, right now, they have Black Widow, Eternals, and Shang-Chi scheduled for next year, along with Venom and Morbius. Um, But they're technically not like Marvel. Mm, Forgot about the Venom movie. Ultimate Spider-Man. Untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. So they have four Marvel Universe movies coming out next year. Black, uh, supposedly, Black Widow Eternals, Shang-Chi, Far From Home sequel. Do they meet expectations? Do they, in terms of money? Because now these Marvel movies, like, you know, Ant-Man made like $750 million. Ant-Man 1 or 2, one of them. And not that it's looked at as a failure, but they're like, all right, it did okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so do these movies, do any of these make a billion, first of all? A billion, no. But I, I would definitely say of, of all the movies you mentioned, though, I think the one that, that I think is, has got me really, that's really piqued my interest is the next Spider-Man movie because they got yeah. Alfred, Alfred Molina coming back. Is that got, definite or is that just rumors? I think it's definite. Uh, who knows? I could be wrong, right? Alfred M- Molina, Toby right. Maguire, 
Alfred, uh, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, yeah. Something's up. Now that sounds super cool. It's got to be like a live version of Into the Multiverse. Yeah, exactly. Well, because Doctor Strange is in it. And see, they got this whole thread line going through. So WandaVision is going to tie into Doctor Strange sequel because Wanda's in Doctor Strange sequel. And then Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man. So uh, the rumor is that Wanda's going to be responsible for creating the multiverse or maybe making it known or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. And that Spider-Man, look, he has to be meeting other Spider-Men if you have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in it, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to happen. Uh, so it's going to be a multiverse movie. Which Sounds, and, I mean, dude, but doesn't that sound fun? It does sound a lot like a... Well, I was, look, I love the Spider-Man movie, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm sh- curious to see what Shang-Chi's going to be like. <sighs> I don't know. Dude, what if it's like old school kung fu theater, but like a lot like better? <laughs> It'd be cool if, if they did it where, you know, like every time they punch, they, they do that like sound effect like you know i would would just be like like, oh i love this (laughs) that would be cool if it makes me feel like i used to feel i was watching the flying guillotines and the five deadly venoms come on yeah (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't you know i don't know much about this character to be that excited about it nor do i i I just know he's a he's either quick kick ripoff or quick kick is a shaggy ripoff something like that but um listen i'm tempted by his action figure though he looks so cool <laughs> oh, <laughs> comes, and comes quick, with like four sets of hands too. what was that yeah i want a quick kick figure too yeah <laughs> you can yeah you can do that too uh let's see anything else yeah well let's i want to ask one more prediction the the streaming services do any of them fold hmm well, what are we, we're, we're talking Netflix, Amazon, Amazon. We're talking Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, HBO Max, uh, Peacock. I think Paramount's getting one. CBS All Access. I have no idea. I think I'm. I'm not sure, but I think DC Universe is done, right? Yeah, they're done. Tober Johnny. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Oh, Cobra, Cobra Kai. Season three. I'm looking forward oh to that. Oh my god! Did you see the trailer, dude? You sent me that link this morning. I sent you the trailer. I, I, I was in the sitting in my driveway and I was about to go to work. I was like, I can't leave. I must watch this <laughs> thing. It looks so freaking good. It does, and and they and they you know it, they tell you right in the trailer that they're pretty much going to team up. Where Dan, Daniel's like, this is our fault. We have to fix it together. I was yeah. like, oh, oh team up. so <laughs> good. And they're going and to Netflix, right? They're not going to do YouTube anymore. Yeah, it's going straight to Netflix. Ah, uh, see, I think is All that right. what it said, January? Yes. Oh my gosh. My God. All right, <laughs> definitely got it. that. Takes us. Yeah, we got to do a show on that for sure. Oh, we definitely could do it. Yeah, I'm binging that in the weekends because that, that's you know that's the half hour. Show. I wonder if they're on Netflix if they get longer episodes. Mm, maybe. True days. Nice. Okay. Anything else? All right. No, just, you know, I hope 2021 is a better year than 2020. It will be. It definitely it will was, be. It would take a lot to make it worse. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, book, Nerdemy Podcast, Instagram, Nerdemy, Twitter, Nerdemy Podcast, YouTube, Nerdemy Podcast. Uh, Jonathan, anything you want to mention on Mom's Basement Collectibles? Um, I've just been doing, you mentioned I was doing New Universe this week, and if if you read my descriptions, every book I picked has 
uh, at the time an up-and-coming artist or writer, and they exploded later in the 90s. So I did a Mark Bagley book, I did a Todd McFarlane book, and a John Romita Jr. book. So I forgot who I have coming up in the next two days. Exciting. But, yeah. It was really... It was really nice to find the New Universe books. I mean, once I got over, like, oh my god, I can't believe I bought these things. Because a lot of them were crap. Were not good. Nightmask was good. Starbrand was up and down. Cyforce was good. Um, oh, Cyforce was was New Universe. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Cyforce. PSY. Hmm. PSI. Yeah. Um, Kickers Inc. was about football players. That was ridiculous. Justice was bad. Merc was bad. Um, but anyway, so yeah, keep looking at And I'm just doing like a yearly thing. Uh, not a yearly thing. Uh, I, I've switched to uh, just like picking a title and doing five of those a week. And that seems to be working pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and what's up, Dr. Indiana Jones? How many more episodes we got? Oh, at the time of this posting, we're done. <laughs> See, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's done. So uh, I think at this point of the show... Uh, I probably would have put out something, putting out like a casting call. I need help with Raiders of the Lost Ark. If you're interested, let me know. And uh, the idea is to go back to do Raiders of the Lost Ark with more help from the fans. And and my style has definitely changed. I've, what, I've been doing this for three years, I think now, maybe two yes. and a half years. And I have definitely have honed in how I want to film things. So when I first started Raiders, it was it's very different than what I'm doing today. Because my idea when I first started was completely different. So I, I, I definitely want to go back to do Raiders because when I did Raiders, I really didn't really figure out how I wanted to do things. Where now I do. And yeah. I have more figures. I got, uh, dude, I got um, the original Tote figure from the from the original Kenner line. Oh, I picked wow. him up. And I got Belloc coming in uh, sometime this week. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm, I'll, I'll, you know, if you have any acting or voiceover roles for me, let me know. I'll, I'll help you out any way you can. Excellent. You can make a star out of me. Excellent. All right. Uh, anything else? We're all done for the year. Yeah. It's just one thing. We did put a poll up about my catchphrase or uh, whatever outro, which has been Martha, and the fans voted that they like Martha. It's really not the way I wanted to go with it. Um, <laughs> we did have some suggestions, but we'll see. You're still sticking with it. I don't know. Maybe for this last show of the year. Maybe I'll, I'll come back in January with something new. It is funny, dude, because I looked at the video. If you look on Instagram, and I posted a video yeah. of that scene, it's way different than I remember it, that's for sure. I thought it was he was more animated when, it's, when he says Martha, but he's not. He's just like, Martha, why would you say that? Save Martha. Why would you say that name? No, we just exaggerated because you know when we first saw it, we were like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen," <laughs> and that's where we got Martha, Martha. That's where we got Martha from. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, man, hey, we got through the year. Oh, we forgot to mention the biggest thing about this year: you became a doctor, Doctor Jones. Congratulations! <laughs> um, Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, and this is the you know we started season four in mid-November. Our year, our 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 podcast seasons are weird because our, I went from our first show, which was November 19th of 2017. And uh, so every November around that time, the show after November 17th is always our first show of season one of, of, of the next season. So our, our season four premiere was the wizard got, got the comics episode. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
So we're into our fourth year, my friend. It's wow. Amazing. Holy shit, right? Mooks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, if you want to laugh, go back and listen to our first first shows. No. Eh, you know, I think I will. You know, I think, uh, I think Casting Call, I think good. I want to listen to again. I think The Last Jedi is good. I think I think uh, Christmas Story is good. I think I think the content is good. I think our recording equipment wasn't so great. <laughs> um, our editing was non-existent. I don't, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's rough. That's that's what makes it hard to listen to. It. You know, I had a cold for like the first six months. Yeah. Um, and you made sure to remind me. Are yeah. you coughing still? Yes, I'm still coughing. <laughs> Just a cough. <laughs> it's a cough. Yeah. But they're good. The content was good. Maybe we'll, maybe we should redo them, like director's cuts. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, we should. Like, Aren't listen. We should listen to a show back. live and comment on it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, why don't you put a poll up? Which show should we do live? Oh, re-listen and yeah, we should do that. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. All right. Uh, goodbye, twenty twenty, and uh, hello, twenty twenty one. Till next time. You can't see it, but I'm giving the middle finger to 2020. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next year. Martha Snyder. Peace. Peace.